Blog Talk Radio. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission. To explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no one has gone before. Jim, uh, we're we're getting like maybe every fifteenth or twentieth word. We're not we're not able to hear. How about? No. I just heard no, but nothing before that. Very. My IT, IT friends always say, try logging out and logging back in again, and that should fix it. So maybe that's what's necessary. I don't know, man. If we disconnect and try reconnecting, maybe that I don't know if anybody's still on here. I I can hear myself, but I can't hear anyone else. I've been in this escape pod for seven days, and I've 
still not made contact with any other members of the landing party. I don't know how long I'll be drift out here in space with, uh, before somebody else is able to connect with me or uh, send an away team to retrieve me. But uh, hey, Paul. In the meantime, can, can you hear me now? Yes, Jim. Oh, hey, there you are. All right. So what did you think about the opening? I think the word chills is appropriate, man. Chills. It was great. It was really exciting. It, uh, uh, I think they managed to, uh, you know, kind of uh, up the stakes of the famous, you know, uh, from the motion picture, the flyby love letter of the Enterprise, right? Where it's just like we're getting all these, you know, super close kind of uh, uh, delicious shots of the ship, right? And so we got something similar to here, but a lot of just a really great close-up look at the ship uh, and a love letter to the Bussard collectors. Oh, my God, with such great callbacks to the rotating uh front of them uh, like we remember from uh, particular seasons of the original series and those little dots on the back the lines of uh, openings amazing so really exciting and uh, a terrific peak of all these different spatial vistas and uh, read with great reverence by the man himself oh so. Anson Mao is he not awesome I I've only watched it about a dozen times believe it or not I just <laughs> Blown away. Absolutely blown away. So I guess that's supposed to be the opening credits is, is what I understand. So, I mean, this was basically just the, the titles without any of the, you know, cast list or anything like that. So it doesn't have all the – we'll probably get that with more graphics uh, in terms of all the titles of everybody, all the different, uh, you know, cast members and producers, etc. So we'll probably have all that there uh, included, so it'll look a little bit different. But man, just looks spectacular. I mean, really. And uh, the music, the music was so uh, Star Trekky. It was perfect. I felt. Yeah, uh, it's re- it's got a great orchestration that gives it its own vibe. You know, it's not like it's just a retread of what we've heard previously. So it's got different, you know, uh, different motifs that are going through there. So it's it's it's, but it's you know, such a great love letter to the original Alexander Courage theme. It's just great. And, but, but really, uh, but really unique in its own way. And it's just got a cool, uh, hopeful and inspiring and kind of dramatic vibe to it. Uh, it makes you want to just jump out there and uh, go exploring, you know, which is what the the music should inspire you to want to do what the show does. And, uh, seems like it fits. So, uh, gosh, you know, uh, no, no false uh, false missteps yet. It seems like everything they've done has just been uh, like a Swiss watch. Super exciting. Uh, this is a great treat uh, to have them unveil here today. Um, uh, I can only imagine <laughs> what else they might have up their sleeves between now and and uh, next week on Thursday. But, uh, yeah, they're doing you know, a great I job. Like- I like the fact that they still mixed in the the original music. You could still hear that Alexander Courage theme running through it, and particularly at the end, it was it was beautifully mixed. Now it's really, really cool. Well I, it's like if folks have not watched this yet, I mean, it's uh, I saw it on uh, the Paramount Instagram was where I saw it initially here from uh, 
from Mr. Mount sharing that. But uh, definitely check it out. My, uh, I think you want to try to find the biggest screen you can because your phone ain't going to do it justice. I'll tell you, <laughs> tell you that. But uh, just a sharp, vivid image. It seems like uh, one of the things they want to make sure that they have done to distinguish themselves in terms of the way this show is being presented is uh, a lot of bright primary colors from the uniforms to the, uh, the way the planets are depicted. I mean, definitely seems like that's a, a throwback to the, uh, the, the tone and the style of the original series, but, uh, but it's just great. So everything's very visually engaging. Um, even, you know, it, it's great. And, uh, it's interesting to, on the post where this first showed up for Manson Mount, he's like, uh, he, uh, was, uh, kind of self-deprecatingly saying, you know, on this show, they don't really feel like Pike is the main character. They feel like the Enterprise is the main character. And uh, these titles definitely convey that. So it's just uh, pretty sweet, man. It's just uh, fans have been wanting to return to the classic uh, days of old of uh, an exploration-driven show with a, you know, exciting cast. Man, this is about as classic as it gets. It's just amazing looking, dude. Bring it the, on. The Enterprise, it, it looked spectacular, absolutely spectacular on the screen. I can't wait to see it in the show. It was yeah, it's, it, it's funny because, I, uh, you know, what are we going back to, like, 2009, I think, when the first J.J. Abrams movie came out, right? And I remember, like, um, everyone was kind of like, oh, my God, they've changed things, and the, and the cells are different, and they're, they look bigger, and it's just, oh, and I think folks eventually warmed up to it, but it was just like, you know, it looked dramatically different. You could really tell this is a different version of the Enterprise and from the show, and, you know, a lot of folks just, you know, immediately, you know, knocked their soup bowls over when they saw it. They were like, oh, no, this is different. I can't deal with it. But this is like, I mean, it's so clearly uh, intended to be, you know, uh, a faithful corollary to the original series ship, but, you know, done with the, the, the greatest of care and nice little references to everything that we uh, remember seeing from the early heydays of the show. I think in particular, like the season one uh, enterprise, just with the way the nacelles look and everything like that. And I mean, the way we've seen the little glimpses of the shuttlecraft with the grill on the aft section that looks like the, you know, what we're used to seeing from like, you know, Galileo seven and stuff like that. I mean, so we've got a bigger, more detailed, more technologically, more like the, uh, the consoles and the corridors and the bridge that we're used to seeing on like discovery, right? Cause it's the 21st century now. And, you know, TV production changed a lot, but you know, it, uh, the whole vibe I get from looking at it is they're really trying to make it as faithful to, you know, I'm sorry, the vibe of the original series. Right. And I know vibe is an intangible thing, but, uh, but man, it doesn't seem like it's intangible the way these guys are going. They seem like they really get it. And, uh, uh, I just want to know how many uh, episodes will it be before Anson Mount has his uh, uniform tunic ripped open in a fist fight with someone, right? Cause that's that's, that's <laughs> the first seasoned Kirk, right? It's just like it's, if that was a drinking game, you'd never be able to get up off the floor. How many how many times did Kirk get his you know uniform ripped in some kind of you know thing? So I wonder will <laughs> will Pike have the same kind of uh, routine uniform damage? <laughs> Making those I, think, kind of I think he had it in his contract. I think it was written in his contract <laughs> that he had to be shirtless in so many episodes. Uh, 
But it just seems like they really are digging, uh, working on this show together. Mount, just in particular, just seems like he's, uh, you know, he's he's really, uh, he puts himself up as a spokesman for the show and a spokesman for uh, being the captain. And he does it in a really engaging way. He's uh, he's not, he doesn't come across as like a narcissist or an egocentric guy. He seems like he's really trying to make sure that everybody is brought along on this journey. Um, uh on everybody who is uh, on the cast. And he's just super mindful and respectful of the fan community is the, the tone uh, that he uh, projects. If you follow him at all on social media, um, he's a pretty outspoken guy, but a really nice guy. And, uh, and he seems like he really wants to make sure that uh, folks are having a good experience. Seems very mindful of that. And the fact that he's part of a legacy of, you know, I think, uh, I think the captain, drives the series if people don't like the captain or care about the captain i don't think the series is going to work yeah you know and he's, he's it's it's really curious to to see the angle they take with him because uh, he's got to be a leader uh, as a character um but he's also got to be you know he can't be a black and white character he's got to be you know have have depth and his own issues uh that as the audience will probably glimpse more than his uh, crewmates might see but uh but it just it's great. He seems like he's a they really uh cast this thing well, you know, and it starts at the top. You get a good leader and he's gonna galvanize everybody, but uh the sense I get is I think people are really ready to follow um this captain and crew on, on these adventures and man, they gave him a heck of a great ride to steer. Enterprise looks spectacular in this uh, this preview. It looks incredible incredible if you guys have not seen it you've got to go and watch it like i said i've probably watched it a dozen times already um i love the music it invokes star trek to me it just feels it's got that star trek vibe the enterprise flying by reminds me of the opening credits of voyager a little bit with voyager flying through the dust clouds and through over all the other planets and things um it's got that star trek vibe working really really well yeah yeah good good you know fealty to detail and just uh you know it's just a that's the thing is just we've we've really missed the whole idea it's the whole premise of the show is a, a show that focuses on uh oh the the dogs are going crazy Hold live on. radio you have that <laughs> david are you there sorry I, about I, that man yeah that's all right. My dog. There you go. A little, a little bananas that uh, when packages come around here, but uh, but yeah, it's super exciting, um, isn't it? I mean, I just really can't not wait to see uh, what they have in store for us. Um, it's going to be great. It's less than a week to go. That blows my mind. I, I don't know what we're going to do on Thursday's show because it seems to me like we could, we could almost because we're going to have to talk about Strange New World and the finale of Picard all on one show. It's going to be a long show, I think. So we're making the assumption on Thursday, then, that, that when we do the Thursday uh, uh, podcast on the 5th, that that's the day the show's premiered. So we're making the assumption that when we go on, everyone, at least who's on the show, as guests, you know, the regular Trexpert crew will have seen the show. That's kind of where we're going for, right? No, we're all, we're, we're a week behind. Uh, oh, we're not. So, okay. Yeah. So next week, when, when, when Strange New World airs, 
we're going to be talking about Hide and Seek, which is the episode that was on when we were doing our show yesterday. So it'll be, uh, what, the 9th or the 11th? Uh, the following week, we'll do Strange New World and the Picard finale, both in the same podcast. It's going to be a busy show. So that'll be on the 12th. Okay, so next week we're just going to talk about Hide and Seek. Yep. Yeah, because Got we have it. A lot of international, we have a lot of international listeners that don't get the show until Friday. Ah, of course, of course. So we want to make sure everyone's got a chance to do it and be spoiler-free and all that stuff. So, Right. Cool. So, uh, got it. that extra week so that our listeners in France and Germany and Italy aren't getting spoiled by us talking about it. So we're a week behind. We will give we, nothing we away in our, that case. For, <laughs> we, we do it for our international uh, listeners because we have quite a few of them, as you from our shout-out. Oh, yeah. We had, like, what, three – Three fans from uh, Germany alone last last night. So really great. It's, it's wonderful. I mean, that's uh, always so inspiring to see the that we have part of a global community of uh, shared yeah. enthusiasms. So pretty cool. Okay, just and that's you know, why we do it. You know me. I'm the noob. I have all the questions and trying to sort things out here and a million different things colliding all together. So I just want to make sure I'm clear on things and know what to do. I will, of course, have probably already watched it, but I'll be very quiet. Yeah, I. <laughs> I, I intentionally I avoid I avoid Picard because we talk about it on the show and I and if I already watched it then I I tend to slip up because I already know what's going to happen. Right, so right. Not it's hard not Picard, to Picard, but I there's no way that I'm not going to be able to stay away from Strange New World. I'm going to have to watch it on Thursday. Well, it's tough. Uh, a lot of times with things like this, I mean, I'm like I you know kind of well you know full disclosure. Uh, big fan of all flavors of science fiction. So I, I watch a lot of Star Wars content as well, in addition to Star Trek. I, I definitely, uh, you know, I'm in both communities, right? And I felt I wouldn't, they're having like shows like The Mandalorian and, and things like that. I feel if I don't watch it right away, it's like if you're on, it, it's almost dangerous to go online. Uh, just because there's, we live in a culture now where things are, so quickly discussed and where it's almost like a badge of honor to spoil something online. Right. And so folks are really quick to, uh, and, and, and secrets and things like that you call spoilers have such a short shelf life now in terms of, uh, social media. So it's really hard to avoid it. So I would like watch these shows like right when I got up, <laughs> right. So I'm like, well, I don't want to miss this and suddenly have it spoiled for me a big reveal. They kept Mark Hamill on The Mandalorian a secret. I knew nothing about it until I saw the show. Yeah, I'm just glad I watched it when uh, you know right away and, and didn't have it spoiled by you know some, somebody blowing it out on social media. So, but uh, well, I don't I don't feel that what we're doing. I don't feel that talking about the opening credits is really uh, spoiling anything. Oh, not at all. No, we're not at all doing know, that. No, that's Paramount not what we're doing here today at there. all. Anton no. put it out there. We're just talking about the music, the vibe, the look. We're, I mean, oh, I mean, like really first episode spoiled. though is what I mean. That's that's all I'm talking about. Is next Thursday. So oh, yeah, right, it's gonna be right. yeah, because that's uh, that's the thing we're we're just planning ahead. So I'm sure we'll probably have watched it when we go on, but we certainly won't discuss it. So I bet you can hear our vibe and our voice <laughs> on the fence. Cause we're all gonna. Of, uh, I, I got to tell you something, Paul. I I fell in love with Anson Mount in season two of Discovery. I just, I just, this man became my favorite captain right when I saw him on Discovery, and the way they handled it, and the way they 
they transitioned from him to uh, the cage um, to Jeffrey Hunter. They kind of had that black and white fade out into him. Uh, I loved it. I thought they did it beautifully. And from I was like, this guy is my captain. And when I found out he was getting his own show, I've been waiting patiently, chomping at the bit. And now it's a week away. Yeah, I know. It's wild. waiting for Santa Claus. There's a lot going on, man. There's all kinds of good stuff happening in the uh, science fiction community right now. It's it's a watershed era. It's it's getting crazy. So a lot of things opening, a lot of new shows, uh, new movie content. So it's it's going to be really really cool. So pretty excited for this. And then uh, what's crazy is I'm not always great with my numbers and my dates, which is why I tend to ask way too many questions. <laughs> All the time. But uh, what's wild is we are going to be able to enjoy episodes of Strange New World all the way through July 7th. That's when the uh, first season finale is, the 10th episode. So we uh, that's taking us all the way past. I mean, it's not even May yet, right? And we're going to be watching this show all the way up through after July 4th. So pretty crazy. There's all kinds of good Star Trek in the months ahead. And Lower Deck starts that, that same week, I believe. It leads, or is it Prodigy? I haven't checked the schedule. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I, I have uh, not been successful at uh, at uh, watching much uh, Lower Decks. So let's just say that. Prodigy, I've been more successful with. But uh, but Lower Decks, I have yet to. We, we're, we're still circling each other. Have you have yet to have yet to make the mind meld connection? <laughs> well, I started watching um, the Man Who Fell to Earth, which is on Showtime. Kate Mulgrew is in it as well. I started watching oh. one last night, and that's an interesting show. I remember the old Bowie movie, man. That was amazing. That's going way it's back. It's very interesting, but this Strange New World, I'm really excited for it. I think it's going to be great. Based on, like you said on the podcast last night, they're teasing just enough to really pique your interest and make you really want to watch it, but they haven't really told you anything. Those are perfect. Those character intros they did for a while where they were popping out one a week, you know, where you'd get like, you know, just they were super, super short, just like 30 seconds to introduce each person, right? The Andorian, the security person, the Dr. Mabenga. I mean, that was just really savvy marketing because it just got a little tiny taste, just enough to wet your beak, and there you go. And uh, but But nothing, you know, ridiculous being spoiled and stuff like that. So it was very, very well done. I think that they, again, it seems like it's all being orchestrated with uh, a lot of reverence for the fans and they probably have, you know, I mean, I think fans lately have been pretty open. I know I have been about the fact that like, you know, even with stuff like our movie trailers, right. Um, with, uh, you know, too often they show you the whole movie. I mean, it's a cliche at this point, right. Uh, they show us the whole movie. So, uh, and it's just like too much, too much. And I think that hopefully savvy uh, producers have got a sense now. It's just like, let's just hold back a little bit, right? And let's, they don't, the fans don't want to see everything, really. They're going to have a way more impactful experience if they don't know everything. I mean, I think uh, the last Spider-Man movie proved that. That had some massive surprises in there that were 
not even intimated in the marketing, right? And then when it came out, people were thrilled because they're going to have that experience of discovering something collectively together as an audience. And, and that's a powerful thing. And so I, I hope that uh, it definitely seems to be from the perspective that, uh, that uh, producers of this show are going for. So uh, I think I'm just really hoping that they have super, 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 super good scripts. That's <laughs> If the scripts are as good as the marketing, oh my God, I don't know if my heart can stand it. I, from what we've seen so far, I would have to say yes. And they've had all these. They've had Discovery to learn from. They had the short treks to watch. They've learned from Picard. They have Lower Decks. They have Prodigy. They have a lot to draw from. So I, I think this is. I think it's going to be everything we expect, and probably more. Well, we'll all, we'll know just, soon enough, my friend. I want to see some Klingons. I'm dying for some Klingons. My batlet is lonely. <laughs> and we don't even know exactly what kind of Klingons we're going to get on this show. So it's going to be interesting to see. You know, we've had a whole That's spectrum of different. Gonna... Yeah. Are they going to be the TOS Klingons with just with shoe polish on their face? Or <laughs> what was it, you know? Yeah, I don't think we're going to get do? that somehow, but uh, but we'll see. I'm, uh, my my spider sense says more like next gen for a little bit of fealty there, but I, I doubt they'll be like what we saw in first season of Discovery. That was uh, again kind of another divisive design choice there that kind of freaked people out. So they seem like they really know what they're doing on here, and so I'll I'll be curious to see. But uh, absolutely, you know, great discoveries. So I, I really enjoyed the music. I thought the themes and mounds reading of the Star Trek uh, eulogy, I, I don't know what you call it, was, was, was just spot on. The ship, the details of the ship, the angles of the ship were, were just wow. And I, I give it an A plus all the way around. Uh, I know. It's pretty sweet, man. So definitely check it out on your, uh, on your big screen and enjoy that. Uh, I, I think we're going to be uh, treated to all kinds of big surprises in the weeks to come. So looking forward to it. It should be great. And uh, that was a nice uh, thing for them to send out on a Friday as a surprise. Absolutely. uh, We are going to be with you live on Monday night. We're going to be talking about Assignment Earth from the original series. Paul, myself, Eric, and, uh, and David. Charles won't be joining us. It'll just be us. And we'll be back on Thursday night for Trek Talk and to talk about the episode Hide and Seek, which aired yesterday. So uh, we wanted to bring this to you, just a little quick Trek review. And I'm your most excellent host, Uncle Jim. And thank you so much for joining us tonight, Paul. And also thank you to David, who's listening. He's out walking around Portland somewhere. So thank you for uh, listening to us. And thank you for joining me on shut short notice, Paul. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure, man. When enthusiasm bubbles up, you got to grab it, right? Grab lightning and... Uh... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I just wanted to get it out there to the fans and let them know that we saw it and we loved it. So, yeah, uh, and I think everyone's going to love it too. So check it out, fans. And uh, as always, thank you so much for uh, listening to us and uh, sharing all of our mutual enthusiasm. It's wonderful to be in the community with you. And I apologize for the mix-up at the start of the show, but I literally together in, what, six minutes, maybe? Um, <laughs> Jim's like, who can, who can get on the air? <laughs> can, I, can I get it on the air that quick? And we had a little bit of technical difficulties, but this is live, and when you're live, you have that. So I apologize for that. But anyways, 
thank you so much. And I got to let Paul go and I got to go get my dog because she's barking right now. And we will see you guys Monday night live at 730. Hailing frequencies are closed. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye. Take care. Let's see what's out there. Engage. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.